the Go Gopher Podcast with Mike Grimm, episode 96. I am Mike Grimm, voice of the Golden Gophers, and welcome back to the podcast. My voice is a little shaky this week, but we'll get through it, so hang with me. I'm excited about the podcast this week as we welcome back for the first time this season, Golden Gopher tight end Brevin Span Ford. He's been on our Go Gopher Podcast a few times over the years, and I know you'll enjoy hearing from him again. He's got touchdowns in each of the past two games, and he and his teammates have a big opportunity against the Ohio State Buckeyes this weekend. Brevin Spanford from St. Cloud, Minnesota, is my guest this week. Our Go Gopher podcast is presented by alumni-owned Sunbelt Business Advisors and True North Mergers and Acquisitions. If you're a business founder planning to exit your business, start by contacting Sunbelt Business Advisors and True North Mergers and Acquisitions. Sunbelt serves more businesses up to $5 million in revenue than anyone, and True North M&A serves companies with revenues up to $150 million. Get a confidential, no-cost, no-obligation business valuation started today. Make the most of your life's work. Visit sunbeltminnesota.com or tnma.com today. Affinity Plus Federal Credit Union is also a big sponsor of our Go Gopher podcast. Life math is complicated, and Affinity Plus Federal Credit Union makes it easier with local financial experts available to help in person or virtually. Learn more at affinityplus.org slash gogophers. They sponsor our player profile segment, supporting Gopher student-athletes, including sponsoring our player profile segment with Brevin Span Ford today. As the official grocer of the Gophers, Cub is proud to be the sponsor of the Go Gopher podcast. In a hurry? Don't worry. Cub delivers. Get fresh meat, produce, and everyday essentials delivered to your door. Also, our podcast is sponsored by State Farm agent Tony Hoagland at ChamplinInsurance.com. We're podcasting episode 96 from the Aquarius Home Services studio. We invite you to subscribe to our Go Gopher for podcast, it's free to do so, and you can also go back and listen to previous Go Gopher podcast. Last week, for example, we had a great conversation with Gopher men's golf coach Justin Smith. He spoke about the Gopher golf family and the incredible emotional week they shared last week. If you missed the show, go back and listen. This episode, we're talking Golden Gopher football with star tight end Brevin Spanford. We dive into episode 96 next. I'm Clay Geary, walk-on, turn scholarship, wide receiver for Gopher football. And I'm Ben Utek, U of M alumni, Super Bowl champion, and Tony Dungy Uncommon Award winner. We understand championship culture, which is why we're part of the True North family of companies. True North invests in only elite teams, like the champion team at Sunbelt Business Advisors, Minnesota's largest seller of companies. To learn more about True North and our diverse family of independently owned companies, visit truenorthequitypartners.com. With the holidays here, guests will be too. Good thing Cub is stocked and ready for whoever shows up. You'll find fresh foods and seasonal flavors for everyone and every occasion. From cookie swaps and potlucks to holiday jingling and party mingling, Cub has you covered. Now through Saturday, get free Pepsi, Diet Pepsi, Mountain Dew, or Starry 12-packs when you spend $50 or more on meat and seafood products with MyCub Rewards at checkout. See store for details. My Cub, my way. It's episode 96, Golden Gopher tight end Brevin Spanford, St. Cloud, Minnesota, rejoins the podcast. He's been a guest on this podcast a few times over the years. I remember, I think our last visit was out in the hotel in New York before the... uh, 
Pinstripe Bowl, right? Yeah. Remember that? That was good. That turned out to be a nice day in New York City, get a win over Syracuse. Yeah. Um, at that point, you had just announced, I think, right, that you were coming back for your sixth season. And so we talked about that and what uh, went into that decision and everything. And so now here we are, uh, whoa, these many uh, months later. Um, how has it been in terms of coming back, spending time with teammates, coaches, family? Uh, what would your assessment be? Yeah, it's been awesome. Uh, obviously, you know, we haven't had the record that we've, you know, hoped for. But, you know, that's football at the end of the day. Um, but I've I've really enjoyed every moment I've had with, you know, all my coaches, all my teammates. Uh, just being able to come back for one last year was, was really special to me. And, uh, you know, with two games left, we still got, you know, we still got football to be played. So I'm, I'm really excited to keep going here. And thanks to play four, you think about this weekend, and I'll ask you about Ohio State later on, but you got the number one or two team, depending on how you look at it, a team that wants to make the playoffs. Uh, you guys could certainly shock the world, win this weekend. You got the Acts yet? It's been a long time since you know guys have won three in a row here at this place. So, um, and then uh, you know hopefully a bowl game. So there's there's stuff still mm-hmm. on the table for you guys to go snatch, right? Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, with this week, obviously, you know it's a great opportunity for us. And then you know uh, we've we haven't had the pig and the axe in the the same building for a, a, quite some time. So. We we got some we got some history to be made. It's right there in front of us, and uh, I can't wait to do it with these guys. Yeah, it's, and it's, it's winding down, which we'll talk about as well. Um, and before we do continue to look ahead, I, I want to talk about the season up to this point. You mentioned the record, um, not probably what when you when you envision coming back. And I know you talked about even on the podcast, you and Tyler discussed it because you guys could both be somewhere in the NFL probably right now. Um, I'm sure part of what you wanted to come back for was to to win a whole bunch of football games, and you've won five. There's some been great wins, which I'll ask you about. But um, what, what is what, what do you think of the season at this point um, without maybe winning as much as you wanted, but having some special moments, too? Yeah, you know, it's been awesome. Uh, just like the preparation that's led up to it. Um, this team has one of, been one of the most hardworking teams I've been a part of, and it's it's truly been special to see our growth. We have a lot of we have a lot of youthful guys on our team and they've come so far in this in this uh season uh you got guys like maverick baranowski who you know we didn't expect him to play a whole lot this year and he's played significant snaps for us and done great uh you got guys like jordan newbin who's come on late and you know he we had some backs go down and he came and stepped up uh same with zach evans um you know just it's been awesome to see those guys shine because i know how it felt being a young guy coming in and you know when you get to make that impact it 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 definitely changes your perspective of things margin of error too right is so small i mean you guys are an eyelash from maybe sitting here at eight and whatever it'd be eight and two i guess Mm -hmm. and and on the flip side maybe an eyelash you could be three and eight right i mean you want a couple of tight ones in iowa city and here against nebraska which i'll ask you about that coming up too so uh the margin of error is so thin and and (laughs) here you guys are i think you described it earlier today in your media session as it's been a season of ups and downs how do you handle that as a player currently i suppose with this two-game losing streak you would consider Mm -hmm. now personally for you you're you had a couple of touchdowns over the last two weeks Mm -hmm. but the team didn't win so how do you handle the ups and downs of of a season you know it's a it's the ultimate teacher for us um you know you hear coach flex say all the time the line of success is never straight um you know when you take dips like that uh in your line of success you know you can either you know continue to plummet or you can rise up from it um 
you know, sometimes, like you were saying, the ball just doesn't bounce your way. Sometimes, you know, we'll come out, start out slow. Like, that is, that is football, and that's what's so amazing about it. And that's what, you know, that's what motivate. that should motivate any player to play. You know, uh, it's, it's, it's so much teaching within that and learning within that that uh, it makes the game so amazing. Um, you know, win or loss, uh, you're going to show up to the next day and you're going you're gonna to want to work on something. You're going to want to get better at something. So uh, this season has been a, a, a huge sim- symbolic, symbolic tell of uh, Coach Flex's line of success, I'd say. Yeah, and, and it, it's required you guys to get up off the mat a couple of times. Mm-hmm. And there's, if nothing else, there's lessons to be learned in that, right? Yeah, I mean... Just like Coach Fleck says, it's an it, row the boat is a never give up mantra, and that's that's what we've done all year. And uh, you know, I look forward to our response this Saturday. And it can happen in you think about just in addition to the margin of error, then it can happen in a heartbeat. You think back to to that Illinois game, and to me, the the crummiest part of that game was you guys. I, we had all, and you probably included, have been waiting like just put a complete quarter together mm-hmm. in crunch time. And shy of that last two minutes, my goodness, what plays you guys yeah. made, right? I mean, you had the uh, – you think about you had the Cody Lindenberg punches the ball out while he's on it. Uh, Ethan hits Daniel Jackson for the touchdown. You go ahead. Um, they get the ball back. Tyler Newbin gets the interception, another uh-huh. winning play. You end up uh, having to give the ball back again. And yeah. Strigo and, and Smith force a fumble. And Kyler Baugh's, you know, what, eight inches from winning the game right by getting there. it. They recover. And you're still fourth and 11. All these winning plays, mm-hmm. you knock the starting quarterback out. Yeah. And then in two minutes, it all just, the trap door falls out on yeah. you. I mean, how did, you know, how do you recover from that? And did you think that lingered into, into Purdue? Or do you think, I mean, I know you guys scored a touchdown yeah. right off the bat, so maybe not. I would say it didn't linger into Purdue as much as, you know, sometimes like that, that is football. Um, yeah. You know, I think, that we've done a great job, you know, regardless of, you know, how bad everyone saw the Northwestern loss. Um, We showed up that Sunday and everyone was ready to get to work. You know, no matter how heartbreaking the Illinois loss was, we showed up and got to work. And the same thing this week, you know, we showed up and we got to work. And that's what, that's the constant. And I don't know if past teams would have done the same thing, to be honest. Um, so that's what's very unique about this team. You uh, have talked, and Coach Fleck has talked a lot about the leather vest on those Sunday nights, and I suppose those were getting some some use this past Sunday. Yeah, I mean, you could have the greatest game in the world. You're still going to put on the leather vest and you're going to get coached. Um, that's what I love about, you know, how we do things here. Um you mentioned there's ups and downs. So let's talk about the ups for a minute because, of course, that's more fun anyway, right? That's that's what we want to talk about. Um, I think of the opener, Nebraska, sellout crowd, gold out, great atmosphere, back and forth game. They're excited because they have a new coach and they want to uh, make a splash, and they they played pretty well. Um, the defense stepped up at the right time. The offense makes the fourth down conversion. Uh, Daniel Jackson gets the toe tap, and then uh, Dragon kicks the uh, walk-off. So take me back. I mean, it's been a while now, but let, it's fun to relive some mm-hmm. stuff. And we haven't had a chance to chat. Um, yeah. What, what, what do you remember about that night and how cool that night was? You know, what I find really unique about you bringing that up uh, is, like, you never really think, like, I don't, I couldn't tell you the score of that game. I could tell you Dragon kicked a game-winning field goal. I could tell you Daniel Jackson had a, you know, uh, a game uh, – Hit a nice toe drag catch to you know put us up in front. Um, uh, you just think about those memories with your teammates. Um, 
how happy you were for those guys. Uh, those are two guys that you know they're they're so deserving of that of that moment in that spotlight. Like Daniel works his tail off. Uh, so I remember to start the season like. He, he, he had a great camp. Like, there was no other guy that was more fitting to, uh, you know, have that catch and have that moment. Um, and he's carried it along well. He's had a great year. And, uh, you know, who like, we don't know where we'd be without him this year. Uh, he's, he's, really, he's really carried the load for us, and uh, he's done a great job. And Dragon, you can say the same thing about him. Uh, he's, he's got a bomb of a leg. Yeah. Uh, everybody knows that. That and, dude can uh, kick. And uh, he stepped up as a lot as a leader this year, too, so... And then how about your buddy Tyler Newman getting the two picks? And then I, uh, I, I got a little emotional watching the um, uh, him watching Gus Johnson make the calls because, you know, for every yeah. kid, that's kind of a fun deal. Yeah. And, and um, so uh, it was pretty cool for Tyler, too. Tyler, is uh, he's always been a ball hawk, man. <laughs> like, I, I, I feel like I remember, like, over half of his interceptions just because, you know, they come at that crucial time when you just when you need it. Um, he's going to be there to hold down the defense, and, you know, he's always that, vo- that voice for him. And, uh, you know, it shows in his play, and it shows, you know, in his leadership outside of the – Outside of the field. You mentioned Daniel Jackson. He came on the podcast following that big win and talked about, I did not know this, um, talked about the training that you guys, I'm sure as tight ends you do this as well, where you kick that lead leg up Mm -hmm. if you're in that situation. And you think about it, how many times maybe, that might be the only time in a game Daniel Jackson will ever use that trait, right? Because usually you're either, you know, tap, Mm -hmm. toe tap, whatever. Um, But that training. Yeah. When I asked him about it, he said it was training. I thought he was fooling with me for a minute. I'm like, come on. He's like, no, we work on kicking yeah. that leg up. So, I mean, boy, that's got to be pretty cool to know that you've worked and worked and worked and then it pays off. That's that's a big thing, too, with, with Coach Flake. You know, he he – He's adamant on, you know, being a smarter football player, so situational stuff. Um, just always practicing situational stuff, whether it's a Hail Mary, things like that, because you never know when you're going to need it. Yeah. And when that when that moment kicks in, it'll be just like na- a second nature for you to do it. Yeah. And uh, it, it, it it paid off right there, clearly. I was watching them as a Monday or Sunday night game, Bills and, and Broncos, and was it right before half where Denver had to run the— um, It was at the end of the game. End of the game. They had to run the, the uh, team in field goal-wise, right? Yep. And I thought about— you guys do that weekly, at least yeah. sometimes bonsai. every day, right? The bonsai where you're yep. doing the deal, and um, he's counting it down over his. Uh, he's miked at practice and goes five, four, three, and yeah. you got to get it off. And and so that those are all lessons. We I don't think in my in your time here we haven't had to use that, but nope. if it becomes an issue, you can win a game with it. Yeah, uh, it's huge uh, just for your personnel and things like that. Um, you know, signaling, make sure you guys guys get off the field, offense gets off the field, and field goal gets on there. But um, they're extremely important. They can win you a football game. Yeah. So at the end of the day, you know, that's something we always got to keep working on just to make sure we got it in our back pocket. Yeah, and I, I know that uh, it wasn't specific to these drills or what have you, but one of the themes has oftentimes been break the boring. So you guys are going through drills. I'm, I'm sure it's like, gosh, here we go. When are we going to use this? But you can't have that mindset. You got to have the mindset of let's do it. Yeah. Because we might need this, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Another thing that goes along with break the boring is just, you know, making yourself uncomfortable. Uh, if I'm doing the same ball drills every single week, they're gonna it's gonna get to a point where it's like you know, this yeah. is kind of boring. Yeah. So you know, just making sure that you're mixing it up, uh, making it different. Uh, they do that with even the schedules. They'll they'll tweak something in our schedule just to make it a little bit different than usual. Yeah. Um, and it's it's refreshing that way. You know, and you don't get into the monotonous of, you know, being in school, being in football, uh, kind of having to balance all that. Uh, 
you know, they make things fresh and exciting for yeah, us. I don't think they do it much in season, but I know in fall camp, you want to try to break the boring. They'll take you guys to a movie or the yep. pool or Valley Fair or someplace. Yeah, we've right? done we've done numerous concerts, numerous yeah. activities. It's it's been like. It's a whole nother experience outside of what we've done football-wise. Yeah. Um, one of the other ups, I would think, for this season was uh, to finally get that pig in the uh, building. And I know you guys pinned him when the, you got home. But what was that like at Kinnick Stadium, um, you know, to, to for the most of that game, you know, be in control or at least, you know, you're you're there um, for the win. And then, you know, the, the weird punt return deal. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden you maybe think again of what happened and then you get new life and, you know, you're able to win the game. And then, to me, the emotion afterwards for you guys, it had to just be an amazing day. Yeah, it was just overall amazing feeling. Um, the preparation that's gone into it, you know, even the past six years for me, um, you know, you just always hear about, like, what what it takes to, you know, go and get that thing and um, to finally do it. Um after such a long time, is it was the most rewarding feeling, and uh, just seeing everyone's reaction, seeing coaches' reaction, um, it was unforgettable. Uh, especially doing it there, uh, you know, we've suffered some tough ones there. So to finally get over that hump, it felt amazing. Yeah, and that the, the Gophers had not been able to get a win there since '99. Think about that. And so it had I been was a born while. in '99. You were born in '99. So think about that. Almost your entire lifetime, um, and to to get it, to win it, uh, to share that uh, emotion. Did you, I know Dragon was the first guy to the pig and then he had to wait for some others to catch up because he couldn't, I think it weighs yeah. 98 pounds. He, you know, he's a strong guy, but not that strong. Did you get a chance to hoist it? Uh, I was pretty beat up. I didn't, ho- I, I didn't hoist it. You were just touched. You were just yeah, touched. I just touched it. <laughs> I'll let those, I'll let you were, Nathan Bow. Yeah, he could both Two arm, hold it, it up. Yeah. I'll, I'll come over there and, you know, get support him. Yes. Support him while he's doing it. Did you get some good pictures? Yeah, uh, me and Chris got a got a picture together with it. So, I was taken aback too because you know I watch you guys and I know what kind of emotion you pour into it, and then you go out and people, you know, you beat Wisconsin a couple years in a row, and it isn't. I mean, it is. People congratulate you for that, of course, but it's always like, well, when are you going to beat Iowa? When are you going to yeah. beat Iowa? Then I know what work you pour into it. Mm-hmm. There was a video out there of, of Chris. Just he didn't have one catch in the game, right? But he's walking around. He's just kind of looking around. You could just tell what it meant to him. It didn't matter if he didn't have a catch. Yeah, that was important. Uh, I don't know if you've seen that video, but it was it was it just caught me. Um, yeah, because I, I know what he's poured into, and you know what he's poured into, and I know what you've poured mm-hmm. into it. So that 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 was a pretty cool day. I think part of it too is like we we came in we came in with a group of guys that that never got to win it, and you know them not being there, and us finally getting to win it. Uh, you know, you just felt for all them. Uh, you know, you you felt them with you, uh, especially guys like like Coquif. Like did I you felt hear from like, him? Yeah, I yeah. called him immediately after the game. <laughs> um, it just felt good to you know win it for them. Uh, you know how much it means to them still to this day. So making sure we brought that home was was really really like it was one of the most unforgettable moments. You told us last year about Co and how he was pretty tough on you to start, almost to the point you didn't like him much. And now you as a, you grew, you you learned what he meant. Yeah. And he taught you some things and I know you still stay in touch. He's an Iowa guy. So mm-hmm. what was that phone call like after you won the pig? You you called him from the stadium? Yeah, so he had some meetings cuz he had a game the next day. So he 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 had texted me pre beforehand like, "Hey, 
don't call me. Don't call me right after the game. Like I'm at, I'm at meetings. I, you know, I didn't see the message until after the game. So I called him, and then saw the message. So I was like, oh dang, okay. <laughs> and then I waited, and then we got on the bus, and he uh, called me back. And uh, you know, it was just good to see him. Just overjoyed that we won. Um, yeah, I mean, he, Cole, he, he's the same old Cole. So yeah. I saw him the season opener, and he was here. What game was he here for? Michigan. Michigan. Um, and then when they won here, him and <coughs> him and um, Antoine were here. I got a chance just to briefly chat with each of them. Over, I was over at the game, and it was fun to see those guys. And they're so um, there was a big uh, uh, horde of media guys around uh, around Antoine because it was just such a cool story that his dad had played for the Vikings, and he was beating the Vikings. And Co had a, a, a little less uh, space or much more space, so I went over and we had a good <laughs> chat. But um, Co's Co's the best for sure, and I remember you talking about that—that that he was um, he was trying to show you the way, and then you kind of embraced some of what then he he was trying to teach you, right? Yeah, uh, I think a big thing that you know he kind of instilled in me is just like you want to leave this place better than you found it. Um, you want to make sure that the the people the guys younger than you they understand like how to play how to practice uh, how to approach every day every lift every walkthrough just that mindset that mentality so just making sure I leave that mark um, it's important to him and and now it's important to me yeah and then you've got some younger tight ends that you're teaching the same what are some I know Jamison's played some um, who are some other guys maybe in the in the pipeline that uh, once you're off and uh, in the NFL that uh, will be watching make catches and make plays. Yeah, definitely uh, freshman Pierce Pierce Walsh. Uh, he's we call him Little Jamo because he he look he looks kind of like Jamo and he's a little bit smaller than him. But uh, no, he's he's making plays in the the role for scrimmages. He's making you know he's he's moving up the board. Um, he's a tremendous kid. Uh, super smart, and uh, I look forward to coming back and seeing him ball out on Saturdays. Yeah. I really do. It'll be fun to watch him progress. It's always it's one of my favorite parts of the job. You know, I've been here long enough now that I've seen several different classes go through, and it's so cool to see. You know, you get here in 2018, and um, now here we are in 2023, and um, and then you're ready. For Getting close, not yeah. yet. You've got a couple games yet here, mm-hmm. but uh, getting close for for your next step uh, in life. Um, as you think about, I, I'm trying to think off the top of my head. So uh, the sixth and seventh year guys, it's Crab, you, mm-hmm. Bryce, Tyler, Bo. and Bo. Mm-hmm. Is that the group yep. basically? So what 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 is this season meant to you guys to be able to win Floyd of Rosedale? Uh, still have a chance to maybe pull off a stunner this weekend, a chance to win the axe, beat Nebraska. Um, you know, at one point, getting in November, you were in position to potentially, you know, accomplish what you wanted to. What uh, What's it been like for that group? Of course, Bryce, uh, unfortunately, can't play with the yeah. injury, but uh, what, what's, what's that group mean to you? Um, the group means so much to me. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's really, it's felt like a blink of an eye. We've been, we've been here for a long time, but it's felt like a blink of an eye. Um, I like living with, living with Bryce, uh, you know, living with Chris for a little bit, you know, I, like, I, I don't even want to think about, uh, next year and just being away from them. Cause you know, I just have, I've, I've been with them for so long now. It's like, you know, I'm, I'm literally leaving family. Um, but you know, I'm, I'm really excited for their next chapters as well. Um, you know, Newman and I'll, Newman, Newman and I'll be close by cause our, you know, 
we're gonna be with the same you know agency group yeah so we'll be we'll be with each other but uh you know Chris and Bryce you know I gotta you know find them as soon as I can Bo I gotta find them as soon as I can just uh, make sure they're always doing good so yeah it's 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 uh, that's one of the fun things to see that you know classes come up and 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 move on and um and just mature and Tyler especially Tyler the way he has grown from his freshman year to just uh, what what he's turned into is is been uh, as fun of I think any athlete I've watched what what he's been able to 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 do from, yeah definitely you know from day one into where he's at now um Ethan Kaliakmanis is a guy throwing you the football, um, and of course, last year we saw flashes of him. And man, was was he good at times? Obviously, at Camp Randall, incredible. Um, what can you say about your quarterback? Uh, I love the dude. Um, he's extremely confident, um, and that's what I love about him. You know, he's he's not afraid to go out there and make a mistake. And uh, you know, uh, regardless of what you know, media or outside sources have to say about him, you know, he's gonna show up and go to work. Uh, he he's gonna that's all he knows how to do is is to work and I think he's gonna continue to prove people wrong um, you know and he's he's any quarterback any quarterback's gonna make a mistake you know look at you know Josh Allen this season look yeah. at you know even Mahomes this season you know they aren't having perfect seasons no one's a perfect player um, so you know I just I just think it's been awesome you know getting to play with him uh, you know he's really been the only s- second quarterback I've really played with uh, in college so uh, just kind of being around him uh, while also you know having Tanner back to you know help coach him as well right. um, you know coach Harbo coaching him uh, you know that's a familiar face to me as well so just kind of creating that you know communication level with with all of them. Uh, you know, to make sure that we're all on point on offense has been it's been really fun. You've got the Buckeyes this weekend. We mentioned they're looking to try to get into the playoffs. They've got a game with Michigan looming a week from Saturday. Um, what is your guys' mindset heading into that game? You know, as much as you know, you want to. Uh, you know, you want to acknowledge like, oh, they're one of the best teams in the country, this and that. Um, you know, at the end of the day, you have to focus on yourself. Uh, you know, we always like to say like this is a Minnesota versus Minnesota, like every every week, uh, you know, it's just us versus us. We have to, you know, come out and play better than we did last week, execute better than we did last week. And you got to you got to believe that, you know, we're going to have one of those weeks where we put it all together um, for offensively, defensively and special teams. Do you have a bit of a us against the world mentality? Because I'm thinking not a lot of people are probably picking the maroon and gold to win this game this weekend. Oh, uh, you know, I mean, or does that not do you not even factor that you can't factor in the outside noise? Um, you know, at the end of the day, like all we have is each other. Yep. Uh, so making sure that we're going to work, uh, we're not going out to, you know, earn likes on Twitter. We're not we're not going out to have people tweet about us. We're not doing it for any of that. We're doing it for each other. And uh, that's that's the goal. And that's, you know, that's part of our process. We just have to go out there and, you know, play our best and, you know, not worry about the result. Just worry about, you know, the next play. What uh, do they uh, present defensively that uh, you'll you and your teammates have to keep an eye on? Uh, They mix it up a lot in coverage. Um, You know, they have a strong, fast D line. good linebackers they've always had good linebackers when we played them um you know one thing that I've noticed since uh you know we played them back in I think it was what 2021 yeah uh it was 21 yeah Yeah, 21 um you know they have they have playmakers all over the field so just making sure that you know your details and fundamentals are on point um going into the game and uh extra film study to understand you know they're going to mix things up in the secondary in the back end there um in 21 you guys were leading them in the third quarter then mo got injured and um you know some i think howden got injured yep. and that would certainly impacted the game 
game. Um, and obviously, totally different personnel. The guy that was quarterbacking that night was making his first start, and now he's the the talk of the NFL. And yeah. CJ Stroud. Uh, there's no Mo here. There's no Tanner here, uh, and others. That said, um, when you look, is there a way that you can create? Like, look, w- w- this is a program that you know you're ahead of in the third quarter a couple of years ago. You look, Maryland gave him a tough game for a while. Uh, Rutgers was right in it into the fourth quarter, and then mm-hmm. Ohio State, you know, which they can do because they're good. Do, yeah. you, do, do you look at it that way and say, look, if they're hanging, we can hang. Get us to the fourth, and who knows? Yeah, I say just it's more just us focusing on who, what we got to yep. do. Uh, you know, if you if you look too much into you know the the Buckeye stickers on their helmet, you know you're gonna get you're gonna get caught up in that. Um, yeah. The end of the day, you know they're looking at it the same way. You know, we're Ohio State. And we're looking at it. We're Minnesota. Um, you know, you got to have pride in that. And wherever you're at, you got to take pride in where you are. Right. Um, you know, you can't you can't just uh, allow like a symbol or a logo to you know distract you from that. Yeah. All right. I've got a few more questions for you, but let me talk about one of our sponsors here real quick. Affinity Plus is your local credit union, proudly serving Minnesota since 1930. If you're a current Gopher student or a proud Gopher alum, you're eligible to join this financial that wants to build a meaningful banking relationship and put you first. You can meet with a local employee at any of their branches statewide, including right <laughs> off campus here on University here in Minneapolis. You can learn more and find other ways to connect by going to their webpage. It's a affinityplus.org slash go gophers affinityplus.org slash go gophers they also have an award-winning mobile app you can check out all the info it's affinity plus federal credit union federally insured by ncua they sponsor our player profile as well and uh, through their uh, great support in supporting gopher student athletes uh, for his appearance here brevin spanford will get a 100 gift card from our friends at affinity plus so thanks uh, to affinity and brevin thanks to you as well Yep, shout out to Affinity Plus. Yeah, thumbs up there for sure. Hi, Gopher fans. Switching is easy. We do it all the time. We switch on lights. We switch TV channels. We switch on the TV. And with the new transfer portal, some college students even switch colleges, which can seem crazy to us diehard fans. But what's not crazy is how you can switch and save with State Farm. In fact, my agency can switch you over so we can start saving today. My team is ready to welcome you to the State Farm neighborhood and show you it is, in fact, easy to switch and save. When you want the real deal check us out at champlininsurance.com like a good neighbor state farm is there all right i want to ask uh, some um some non i guess non-football questions yeah. what do you think of the wolves are you a wolves fan first a, of all i'm a wolves diehard right i know you go to some games fan. yeah so um, what do you think of this start you see the fight last night to start i did the see the fight um that was that was pretty intense actually <laughs> yeah um you know i think that the wolves have a very promising future as long as they keep Anthony Edwards here. Man, he's something else. Yeah. Even last night, he wasn't, I would say, on his game per se. It wasn't like Michael Jordan. Yeah. But he still impacted it in a positive yeah. way. Yeah, he's definitely, you know, I feel like he's definitely changed the, you know, narrative of the Timberwolves, and they have a great starting five around him. Yeah. I love the starting five they have around him. It seems, too, Anthony Edwards now has, he brings some cachet to the floor that the Wolves have missed. Like every real good championship level kind of team right needs a needs a guy that's not going to back down or needs a guy that's not scared of the moment he's got charisma Seems like that's the guy right definitely has charisma um i feel like it's get uh when he first came in the league it kind of got mistaken as arrogance yeah but 
Dude yeah. can ball. He backs and, it up. And when he when the international play that he had this year, I don't yeah. know, whatever that tournament was they were in. I mean that <laughs> that put him on a new level because he was dominating. You know the best in the world. And then Towns hits a big three. Conley mm-hmm. hits a big three, and they end up getting the. Win. I love I love watching uh, Conley. He's been a great addition yeah, to the Wolves for sure. How much are you still playing ball? Uh, never, never, never. Just uh, don't want to risk injury or yeah. just other things going on. I just don't see myself as very good at basketball. Come on. It's n- no, I just <laughs> It's all over for you. Yeah, it's all over for me. Wow. I just I love watching it though. Yeah. I love I love the NBA season. Yeah. Um I'm actually I think I'm going to try to go over to the men's men's game on Thursday. Yeah, tomorrow night. Yeah. We're taping Wednesday tomorrow Minnesota and Missouri. We'll stop up and say hello yeah. if you if you're there. Yeah, I'll be I'll be, we'll be, I'll be there in full force. Um you and I zone. you and I uh, taped an interview after practice today that will air on our pregame show this weekend and you mentioned your nephews um is one of the other reasons that you wanted to stick around another year cuz they're having so much fun. And I got thinking you've been here now 6 years. So how old were your nephews? How old are they? How old were when they started and maybe now because you've been here a while they're they really understand what's going on. So the oldest just turned 10. So he was what, like four? When yeah, so he was four, and the it's other amazing. the other ones are three and four. So yeah. you know they are they're either three or four or four. So they weren't five. even born when you started. Yeah, playing. they weren't even born. Yeah. Um, but they do also have a, a another one on the way. So wow. That's uh, great. There's one more to add to Holy it. Holy so. cow! So the ten year old understands what's what's happening with with Uncle Brev. Then yeah, he's been man. He's been to quite the amount of away games. Yeah, is that right? He's been to Penn State wideout. He's been to Colorado. He's been to. He was just at Purdue. He was at UNC. I mean, the the kid hasn't been to school. That's awesome though. He hasn't been to a Friday. Yeah. He hasn't been wearing to Friday the eighty eight jersey. I hope or something. Always something yeah. Gophers. Yeah, that's uh, great. You know, but. Uh, yeah, I love I love seeing him at the games. Uh, it, it really means a lot to me. Yeah, and so that that part has to be kind of cool to see. Uh, be you know, because if you not that you wouldn't stay in touch, obviously, but if you're out mm-hmm. somewhere playing, you know, pro ball, of course they'd follow you. Might probably come to some of your games, but it, it's probably cool to still have them close by here. Yeah, definitely. Uh, just you know, getting to see them all in their Gopher gear, uh, it's a lot of fun. You know, just seeing the little videos of them yelling "Go Gophers." Uh, you know, seeing them on the the big screen or something like that during the game, I'm just shaking my head. <laughs> That's um, great. That's things great. like that, yeah. Um, you uh, and coming back also um, have been kind of one of the lead guys on the team in terms of name, image, and likeness. Um, we talked about it a little bit here with this, but you have some some other bigger deals going, and I know Dinky Town Athletes has been part of it. Do you have some gear or anything that people can buy? I don't have any gear. I got. Uh, I think the whole team has uh, the Fanatics deal yeah, yeah. where you can get jerseys and stuff. But I don't have, like, a T-shirt or anything. Nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Daniel Jackson, he got his. On- I got I, I got that. Ethan Kaliak Manis. I got the T-Noob. I got the—I had, like, when Mo had dropped his, I got yeah. every color. I got— <laughs> You got a whole wardrobe. I got all—I get all of them. <laughs> I make sure I get all of them. Oh, that's amazing. Um St. Cloud, I asked you this in the interview, too, for people here on the radio as well. St. Cloud, uh, your hometown, uh, St. Cloud Tech, what uh, what what does that community meant to you, and what, how proud are you to represent it here uh, with Minnesota? Uh, you know, I'm very proud to represent it. Um, I think just the, the support system that I gained uh, throughout my years at Tech High School, um, whether that's coaches, staff, um, you know, they really took care of me and, uh, you know, made sure I was in the right direction. Um you know, I wasn't, you know, going down the wrong path or anything. Um, I couldn't thank them enough for, you know, just having faith in me before I had faith in myself. Um, my football coaches and basketball coaches, they just, 
you know, Mike Trevick and, and, and Coach Greg Martig, they instilled in me, you know, just to work hard. Um, and it came with, you know, the, the school's tradition of, you know, having uh, hardworking players and, you know, teams. And uh, my class kind of, we took that and ran with it. And it was, it was a lot of fun. Uh, I, I'll, I'll never forget the memories we made there. And, um, yeah, I think it's definitely shaped me into the man I am today. Yeah, it's amazing. Um, last one, you got Brevin's Barbershop, a new episode this week, right? Yeah. Um, I think it's... I think we dropped. We just dropped uh, Elijah, Elijah yeah. and then I think there's gonna be one more. Nice. Uh, have you you haven't done it yet though? Recorded it. You haven't recorded. No, we've it. done it. Oh, you've done it. Yeah, just we've done get, it. So it's waiting yeah. to. So you, you want to tease us as to who who the guest might be, or we got to keep um, that a secret. Oh, I can't remember who it is. Oh, you got to remember. Yeah. Um. Because I shot I shot a couple. Yeah, so you taped a few. So Elijah this week, and people can go to the Gopher football account mm-hmm. to uh, to watch it. So I was thinking here, I'm going to put you on the spot. Um, we're gonna, let's do a makeshift Brevin's Barbershop, and you can ask me a couple questions. Okay. Can you come up with a couple? I mean, I got I got the questions right in my phone. If do you, you? Yeah, I got All a right, let's do this. Right, let's See, do this, is, this is, I have to invite myself on your, yeah. your, your barbershop here, right? Hey, man, I, let me see. Hmm. Do you think the questions translate from Elijah Spencer to, to me, though? 100%. Do they? Okay. All right. Very good. He's going to find the uh, find the questions, and we're going to have a little makeshift Brev's, Brevin's Barbershop. You record that in a barbershop. Is that over at Williams Arena? No, it's over in the facility. You guys have one, too. Yeah. Because I knew there was one in the barn. I didn't know you guys had a barbershop yeah. over here, too. Here we go. All right. Let's go. Brevin's Ooh, Barbershop. This, I already know the first one I need. You do? Okay. What is your favorite gopher sports memory? Uh, favorite gopher sports memory. So this is my 18th year, uh, and I think my favorite memory is Rashad Bateman's touchdown against Penn State, if you want one specific memory. That was a, that was a great I love. A, uh, that was probably my favorite call uh, on the radio. Um, so that was my favorite memory. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to also do an honorable mention, and people might be a little surprised by this one, um, the 2018 win at Wisconsin, which was the first time we had won the Axe yep. in a long time. And just uh, and now with, with history behind it, and we've won it some more, and there's been mm-hmm. other big wins. But that to me was, you know, that was the end of PJ's second year. Um, things in the middle of that year weren't going great. Mm-hmm. And to finish strong and then go on and win the bowl game, I think that was a that was a tipping point to me in how this thing was headed. And so, and to win it there, and you know it's Wisconsin, so it's it's yeah. good to win that. It felt um, like we saved the world. Yeah, when we won that game. no doubt. And then way back, way back, Brevin, I'll say my second year here, and you you might remember this. You were uh, probably a young young guy. Um, Blake Hoffarber hit a shot at the Big Ten tournament in basketball. Travis Bush threw a length of the mm-hmm. court pass. Mm-hmm. It was against Indiana, and he caught it, spun, shot it, made it to get the Gophers into the semifinals. So you call a play like that, that yeah. was pretty good. So there's a few of them out there. But I, I like Bateman to start that game, Penn State. Yeah. Did you think I was going to go with Penn State? Uh, I wasn't really sure. Yeah. I thought maybe like it had to have been one of the you know rivalry yeah. games, I yeah. felt like. Yeah, I like that Penn State, Penn State game. And, and, and look, uh, winning this past year at, at Iowa City was great, too. Yeah. I As you may or may not know, I grew up going to games there. That was my really? home state, yeah. Mm. So to get down there and get that win, I don't have to hear from my buddies yeah. anymore. Yeah, yeah I bet that good. felt great. Yeah. We got another one. Um, okay. Question two, Brevin's Barbershop. Uh, mm, 
What is the last movie you watched? Oh, man. So in a theater or just uh, anywhere? Anywhere. Because I haven't been to a theater. Oh, I did go to Maverick. Whenever, when was Maverick? Top Gun yeah. Maverick? Top Gun I think Maverick. that was in the summer, right? Yeah, but a couple summers ago. Two summers right? ago? Yeah. I went to, that's probably the last one I went to in a theater. So I'm going to uh, have a boring answer here. Um, and you'll find this as you get moved on in life. I was a big movie guy. Then you get out of college and you get a job. And then pretty soon you get married and you have kids and you find that um, – I don't know why. Like, my movie existence was from, like, 1994 before. <laughs> so um, now it's mostly just catching up on old movies that I remember. Um, I'll, I'll tell you this story. So my son is pretty close to your age, um, and he had never seen A Few Good Men. Mm. So last, and that's one of my, all, yeah. maybe my all-time that's favorite a good movie. movie. You know, the great cast with uh, Nicholson and Tom mm -hmm. Cruise and Demi Moore and uh, others. Anyway, um, so he hadn't seen it. So I'm like, we're going to watch it. So we order it or whatever. And um, he ended up liking it uh, to the point where I went down in our basement um, a couple of weeks later and he's got his, his buddies down there and they're yeah. watching it. So I'm like, see, I'm passing <laughs> yeah, something on exactly. to the next generation. We did the same with Shawshank Redemption. Have you seen that? That was like, I had a weird, like, I loved that movie, like growing up. Yeah. I had a weird, like, you know, like one of those movies that you feel like you're like, I'm a little too young for this movie, but yeah. I, I really enjoyed it. Yeah. yeah. I would watch it yeah. a lot. And that thing's on too. You flip through the channel and yeah. like TBS has yeah. it on these weird. And you, once you start watching it, you got to finish. Yeah. You know, it's a, it's a good show. So anyway, um, A Few Good Men is my favorite movie. The last movie I watched, um, I, I don't know. I, I really don't know. I don't have a good answer for you. <laughs> <laughs> no, back to what you were saying, like whoever I end up with, Marriage-wise, they they better embrace that I love movies. Yeah. I'm watching movies forever. That was my mistake. I married someone who didn't like to go to movies. <laughs> I will watch movies forever. Yeah, move. I, I, There's I, no right. stopping that. You're right, and I'm old. See, I'm so old. Like I said, you're you're like my son's age. So, um, you know, I could pass on some movies, but I, I I'm trying to think. Even like recently, Maverick we went to, um, which I love that show, mm -hmm. and I, I I like that more than I like the original Top Gun. Yeah, actually, it I was really good. Yeah, I thought it was great. Um, good show. All, All right, right, last, last one. one. This, yes, is a, this, this is a weird it. one. Okay. It's a weird one. So if someone gives you an elephant and you can't sell it or give it away, what are you going to do with it? Ooh, gives you an elephant. Now, who came up with this question? Is this one of your own? Yeah. Yeah. So if someone gives me an elephant and I can't sell it or give it away, um, I, would put, I would put it in um, my backyard, put a little fence around it, yep. and then charge people to come and see it like it's a zoo. Mm little money maker. I, yeah, I like that idea. Because they'd have to figure out a way to feed it. You know, to, yeah. a lot of people I ask that to, they're like, I'll just ride it around, ride it to class. But it's like, where are you going to park it? Yeah. Where are you going to park an elephant? Where are you going to park it? There's no sign that says elephant parking. Yeah. That's a good point. So it's just they didn't really think. I'd try to make some money on it. I'd say, you want to bring your kids and see an elephant? Come on over. And I don't know how they do in the winter. I don't know how. I wonder. That's a good question. Yeah, I don't know how they we'll do have to look that up. There we are. I invited myself on a Brevin's Barbershop, so we got our own little makeshift Man. one. It's awesome. Thank you. Yeah, no that problem. That was fun. All right, let's go get the Buckeyes. Let's do it. All right, thank you. Appreciate it. Appreciate you. Thanks for having me. All right, episode 96, Brevin Span Ford. There he is, another great appearance from Brevin Span Ford, who put great thought and insight into our conversation, and I thank him for that. Episode 96 is presented by Sunbelt Business Advisors and True North Mergers and Acquisitions. If you're buying or selling a business, visit sunbeltminnesota.com or tnma.com today. We're all 
also partnered with Affinity Plus Federal Credit Union, a locally member-owned, full-service financial invested in you. You can learn more at affinityplus.org slash gogophers. That's affinityplus.org slash gogophers. Cub is also one of our primary sponsors on the Go Gopher podcast and the official grocer of the Golden Gophers. We're also brought to you by State Farm agent Tony Hoagland. Again, I'd invite you to listen to past podcasts, and right now, please be sure to click the subscribe button to the Go Gopher podcast. It's free to subscribe and free to listen at any time. And please share the link to this podcast with others so they can listen and subscribe as well. We'll talk again next week.